Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and happy Friday. Welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by Sevo. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, coming to you from Levi's Stadium up in beautiful Santa Clara, California. And I just wanted to pop on here and give you guys a quick update on all things San Francisco 49ers from the second week of OTAs. I will start with, of course, the big news of the week in that Brock Purdy was able to have his first throwing session and general manager John Lynch said on SiriusXM that he was very encouraged by the session. Brock Purdy seems to be at the very least on schedule, if not maybe a little bit ahead of schedule. As I mentioned last week, Kyle Shanahan said, that he expects the 49ers to have Brock Purdy available week one of the season. Time will tell on that, but certainly very encouraging development for San Francisco. We, the media, local media, had the opportunity to speak to some of the assistant coaches on Thursday, and quarterbacks coach Brian Greasy talked a lot about Brock. He talked a lot about Trey Lance, talked about Sam Darnold. Just to give you a few highlights with Brock Purdy, he said he's played a lot of football. He has a very even-keeled demeanor. He went through a lot of things. And for him to be able to go into a huddle, a huddle of Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, and be so commanding and play at such a high level and mentally and emotionally really stay so even was a testament to Brock Purdy. He said he can and needs to improve in a number of areas. But obviously, as with everybody else in the organization, was extremely happy with what he saw in Brock Purdy last season said he can't wait to get him healthy and back out on the field, but really so much praise for the young quarterback. He talked about Trey Lance, and he said something that I thought was very interesting. He said with everything that Trey Lance went through last season, and this is something that I actually asked Trey Lance about last week, about his mental and emotional state, and that he's really been through so much in his young career. And I asked Trey about that and asked him what he does to take care of that, and he said he he has talk to someone. He leans on his family. He leans on his friends, but that he has talked to someone because it is a lot and you have to take care of yourself and learn how to deal with that. And sometimes I think we forget just how young these guys are. And Brian Greasy made the comment that of course, everything that he went through with the injury, et cetera, brought him down, but he didn't let it keep him down. And I thought that was a really great statement. And that was Sam Darnold. He felt like the 49ers are really the perfect place to help Sam Darnold be the quarterback that everybody thought he potentially could be. So it sounds like, and it's been pretty clear, it sounds like Brock Purdy will be QB1, and the 49ers are hoping that starts week one. So it is the battle for the backup quarterback between Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. Week one, we saw a lot of Trey Lance getting first-team reps, more first-team reps in week two, at least what we, the media, saw when we were here for Sam Darnold, but Kyle Shanahan was really clear that they were going to be splitting those and going back and forth and a little bit left of this off season program. Then there's a break and then it is time for training camp. So it'll be here before we know it. So that's kind of that on the quarterback front. Brandon, Ayuk had a very impressive practice on Wednesday and he told us the media on Wednesday that he's about to take off. He was asked, you just had a hundred a thousand yard season. Is that not taking off? And he said that's part of it. But he said he is about to take off. And when you look at the trajectory of Brandon Ayuk, I mean, it's really incredible. 
where he is, where he's come, the things that he has gone through. And it's just going to be cool to see him going forward. And of course, he talked about, you know, the chatter very early in the offseason before the 49ers officially picked up the fifth year option, even though he was very aware of that that was going to happen and what was going on. But he's really matured tremendously on and off the field. And it's going to be cool to see where he can go. Someone who's been impressive thus far in that young wide receiver room, and this is not just my Michigan bias talking here, is wide receiver Ronnie Bell, who has been impressive to Leonard Hankerson, the wide receivers coach. He's, he's been impressive to his teammates, and he's had a really good start to the offseason program. I mean, this is a guy who really was such a big part of the Michigan offense, had an ACL injury, been coming back from that, had some very big plays this past season, but just continuing to get better and better. And it looks like, at least at this point, that this could end up being a really big steal for the 49ers in the seventh round. Of course, got to give you guys my Jake Moody update at the practice we were at. Of course, Jake Moody was four for four on field goals and they were field goals. I think his longest one was 53 yards, but I'm going to double check it because I have it written down. Yes, I was correct. So he made 33, 38, 43 and 53. Zane Gonzalez was three of four. He missed from 43. He made 33, 38, 48, but Jake Moody forever guys. I think we all know how I feel on this. So that's been very fun to watch. Someone else who has been very impressive. A rookie is the Fort Anners third round draft pick. Their first pick of the 2023 draft is safety Jair Brown and Brandon. I used to be very impressed with him. He said that he's had some interceptions already. There are a couple that he's left on the field. But, you know, he's very excited about him, as are the 49ers. So, you know, this is a team that's pretty well put together, that tweaking here and there. But these young guys coming in, they can only make the team better. So we talked to Chris Forrester, the offensive line coach, about Colton McKivitz, who will be coming in for Mike McGlinchey. And he talked about how it was humbling for Colton McKivitz to be cut by this team, brought back, and they feel very strongly that he should be, will be at the Fortnite's right tackle. It is his job to lose. So they are happy with what they have there. He talked about now second year player Spencer Burfer, who had a very, very good and surprising rookie season. And, you know, same kind of thing for him. This is, it's his job. So it's going to be interesting on that offensive line, but I take us back to last season at this time where everybody was concerned about the interior of the line. Really, they played very, very well. I think we'll continue to see that. I think there's a lot of confidence in Colt McKivitz. I think the confidence is justified. And Chris Forrester said, you know, Mike McGlinchey was one of the league's best run blockers. He doesn't know that that's going to be Colt McKivitz, Colton McKivitz's journey, but that he can be a very good run blocker and he could be very good at the position. So we will continue to see that in the coming months. Beyond that, you guys, we are very close, as I said, to this end of the off-season program. Then it's the break, and then it's training camp. So we are that much closer to football. Now, since the offseason program is ending soon, I want to turn our attention a little bit more to the Los Angeles Dodgers, who have a very big weekend series coming up as they host the New York Yankees. So you don't get any more iconic, nostalgic, classic baseball than the Dodgers and the Yankees. Dodgers have been playing well, but the concern, of course, is pitching. Lots of pitching issues. Noah Syndergaard has been, frankly, kind of a disaster for the Los Angeles Dodgers. And we have them playing in many games where they're scoring 10 runs and losing. So that's not great. 
Bobby Miller has been quite the bright spot, been brought up to the major leagues and has pitched really, really well in both of his starts. The first start against the Atlanta Braves, then made his Dodger Stadium debut the other night. I was there against the Washington Nationals, but that is an area where the Dodgers are really going to have to work because they need pitching help, not to mention everybody is hurt. And that's part of the problem as well. Dusty May is, is hurt now and people are going on and off the IL. So kind of see how these coming months come out. But I think that trade, trade deadline is definitely going to see some pitching moves for the Dodgers. I would love to give you guys a Cody corner, but our guy Cody Bellinger has been hurt since making that spectacular catch for the Cubs a couple weeks back and tweaking his knee. So that's kind of my Cody corner report for you guys. That's what I got. So I am asking you, the listeners, I want to know what you guys want to hear on the Tracy Sandler show in the coming months, in the break before training camp. Are there segments you're interested in? Are there more players you want to hear about? Let me know. Tweet at me. My Twitter is at TracyFGSN. I'm on Instagram at Tracy Sandler. We'll be back next week with lots more 49ers coverage. And with that, have a great weekend, you all. And go Dodgers. Sorry. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.